to the C S Cafe, where we do a little storytelling, mix a little poetry, and seduce your mind. Coming to the stage, Mr. Panty Dropper. Pony by G-Line blasted through the speakers as Penny Dropper jumped off the stage. He started gliding across the floor and humping the floor like he was fucking the baddest heifer in that club. Penny Dropper grabbed one of the girls down front and flipped her while he pulled one of her tits out. She just screamed and laughed. He went back and started pumping his dick up and down as she sat on top of him that man was the epitome of strong the girl sat down and he started spinning around and stripped down to a sock on his dick every woman in the room threw their money he crawled up to another one and started grinding his dick in her face he back flipped twice and winked at another girl he walked over to the table with her friends and picked up one of her friends up the girl flipped forward and landed on a split twerking on top of him he looked shocked as she turned the tables. He took a bow, picked up his money, and left. Next up, coming to the stage, the man who calls himself Flame. Flame came out in the fire suit. This guy was so damn flexible, but not as flexible as Snake. I wonder when they was going to let Snake out. Age ain't nothing but a number by Pretty Ricky played on the speakers. Flame walked up slowly. He stripped down to his uniform pants and started to do a belly roll. This man could move his hips like fire. Man, I was impressed by Flame. He started moonwalking. Flame had his routine set out. He grabbed his whipped cream and started walking to this lady with 16-inch Brazilian hair. She had on a black crop top and a skirt with knee-high boots. He pulled her till her legs were in the air. He put the whipped cream on her inner thigh and started to lick it off while massaging her click through her panties. The girl was speechless. It looked like she was too scared to even interact with him. But he was working it. He went back to the stage and pointed for someone to come closer. The lady walked to him and he flipped her upside down as making good love by Avant set the mood. He lifted her leg and damn sure looked like he was practicing scissoring her fit body. He turned her around and put her leggings down to put chocolate dipped fruit lying down her crack and ate every bit of it. The girl was putting down money on his shoulders between his legs just every damn well. Her friends walked up and slapped his ass. Lord, that man was gorgeous. And those hazel eyes. He splashed that water on himself and sidestepped and grinded all the way to the floor. He bowed and left the stage. All right, all right. Next up, coming to the stage is Satisfaction. Now, Satisfaction was a Haitian brother with long dreads and gray eyes. Man, could he get down. Nobody by Keith Sweat featuring Athena Cage set his tone. This man came out confident. He also was down with the ab roll. No one had that signature like Snake. Satisfaction dropped to the ground and crawled and pumped. This man was stroking the damn flow. When I tell you everyone took a sip of something, everyone wet their palate. 
This guy went towards Gina and picked her up. He carried her until they were against the wall. He flipped her and started eating her out upside down. Get it, Jay? I screamed. Ain't that? That man had Gina like a pretzel. All of the girls were running up to throw money directly on him. Gina fell to the floor and satisfaction held his leg up like a dog through the hooks. I knew he was a cute dog. He started pumping her while she was face down, ass up. He finally let Gina go as she walked back to the stage and then to the table. I need a drink. I bet your ass do after he made you come. Better you than me. We all knew Snake coming for second. Know the hell he ain't? Watching. Gina gulped down her sex on the beach and went to the bar for a shot. Satisfaction bowed, picked up his money, and left the floor. Are y'all ready for some more? The crowd screamed, waving their money. Coming to the stage, G.I. Joe. Now, G.I. Joe came out in full combat gear. Knocking the boots by H-Town set his tone. This man jumped off the stage and landed in a split then got up as smooth as James Brown. G.I. Joe had his eyes set on Eva. That man flipped all the way to the table. His hips told the relationship between a flute and a cobra. That man could move. G.I. Joe humped a dag on table. He struck right in front of Eva. Eva grabbed his rib and briefly sucked it. Eva was wild and drunk. This was a male review, but cameras were prohibited. If you weren't there, then you're lost. G.I. Joe stroked the floor with one leg in the air. This man glided around the floor like Chris Brown to music. He got the crowd going to hold us over. Before he left, he picked Eva up, sitting on her on his face. He pulled her panties off with his teeth. Man eased her down and put two fingers inside her pussy. You so wet. Can I fuck you? He asked Eva. Eva laughed it off. As she moved his hands, he left the floor. Are y'all ready for the main event? Yes! We all shouted. Can I get some screams? We all screamed louder. Coming to the stage, it's Mr. Snake. Snake was basically butt-ass naked. With a towel wrapped around his waist, that eight-inch dick did not get the memo. It was saluting every woman in the room. Fantasy by Ludacris played as he got the crowd going. Some lady grabbed the towel. He was assed up. He pulled a chair to the middle of the floor and made her assume the position. He spanked that girl as she twerked her ass from side to side. He got out his paddle and made the audience count to five. Those licks left red marks that he licked and kissed later. She sat her ass down then. Snake noticed me with my sisters. Miss Pretty Pussy set the tone for this next part. Snake did his signature ab roll, then ruled his hips. He walked over to me. He pressed me up against the wall, and I grabbed that wood. He whispered in my ear, You're mine again. 
make it by Marcus Houston came on us, Snake and I turned the crowd out. I can't believe we were actually fucking in here. This man had vibrations emailing my diaphragm. He pumped while other women either screamed or was rolling their eyes jealous. When we were finished, I thought I would walk back to my table, but he held my hand and called for two other ladies to lay on this blanket on the floor. In those jeans by Genuine set this tone. He had us all put our legs up in the air. He backed back and pumped and play stroke each of us with his ass facing us we were all laughing or either covering our faces i couldn't when that was over jessica announced the next review come on you're not about to be in love with the stripper tonight gina said they already fucked <laughs> i won't tell y'all tricks better not say shit snake walked over to me it was good seeing you. <laughs> Same here. I still want you. Snake leaned over to whisper in my ear. I heard that. But she's engaged, Tony. He pulled me aside. I want you. Your body felt so good. I can't. I'm engaged. I understand. Snake said while picking me up and laying me on the table as he rolled that tongue deep inside. Shit. I'm engaged. Tony. Snake. Shit. Ah. Oh. I woke up three hours later at Doubletree and rolled over to see a naked Tony. Shit. Tell me how I ended up back like this. Tony was the reason for Donnie and I's first breakup after college. I mean, I didn't mean for this to happen, but Tony is a different kind of man. I pushed Tony. Wake up! What? Wake up, damn it! I'm up. Tony said while pulling himself up in the bed. Why? Why are we back here? I can't let you get married to that man. Tony, I don't love you. And I never will. You were just supposed to be some entertainment, not another body count. I don't care what I was supposed to be. You here now, aren't you? That's exactly why I hated being in this position. I am here in this fucked up position because of Tony. I don't even remember being here. Phone rings. Hello? Why the fuck you let that man take you home? Good morning to you too, Gina. Tori, that man pulled a gun on us. What? Yes, and you went with him. I was looking around trying to remember. What? I don't blame you when he had a gun to your head threatening to kill you. Wait, he did what? Why are you so surprised? You know that man stalked you for a whole month last time. Damn. How'd you forget that shit? My mind has been everywhere. It literally has been everywhere. I got up, put my clothes on, and left. Come pick me up. I'm already outside. I knew I wasn't strapped in, but I am now. I wish that motherfucker would try that shit. I walked outside and got in Gina's Escalade. We drove out. 
back at Eva's house, Senior had come back for the bullshit. Get out! You know I can't do that. Your punk ass set me up. Baby, I di Baby. Baby. So I'm baby now. I wasn't baby back in the woods. Let me explain. Fuck out of here. Ava. Hell no. I lost my child. I was beaten almost to death and all because of you. You started this shit. You the one fucked up with my father. Your whole family crazy. You mean our family. What? Your grandfather is mine. Keep his name out of it. Now that we do in roll calls. How about Rico? What about Rico? You really thought that man was there for you, huh? You been hiring a man with a tracker injected in his skin. You son of a bitch. Keep him coming. I can't stand y'all asses. We'll be in touch. Time is running out, Eva. King Sin walked out of her house and drove out. Back at the house, Papa Joe was having his worst nightmare. It was late coming home, but boy, Papa Joe was chopping wood when Lewis and his boys came up to him. Go on over there, Lewis. Negra, you gonna listen to me. Mr. Jake don't want you on his property now. I am still his son. Get him, boys! Joe tried to fight them off. It just made matters worse. Mr. Jake had went into town. The men grabbed Joe and tied him in the center of the yard. Oh, y'all niggers, come on out! I'm gonna have some fun! All the slaves gathered round. Lewis pulled Joe's pants down. Ida started running from the house. Lewis, get off my boy! Y'all grab him! Lewis ordered as the men held Ida. Lewis whipped Joe and sodomized him in front of his mother and all of the other slaves. By the time Mr. Jake came home, he was pissed. Mr. Jake had a gun pointed at Lewis. Get off my damn property! Dead! You're not my son! Lewis ran away as Ida ran to Joe. Joe woke up and grabbed his gun. I went to check on Joe. Papa Joe, don't do this! I'm here crying out. Papa, don't do it! Get out, Victoria! You don't have to do this! Victoria, leave! Papa, please! Victoria, leave! I'm not leaving you like this! I just want it to be over! Not like this, Papa! I ran over to Papa Joe, looked him dead in the eyes. His pain met mine. The fear in his eyes held the fear in mine. His tears dropped in sync with mine. His heart was beating at the same time as mine. I saw him caught back that gun and held it back to his head. Papa, please, you don't have to do this. Papa Joe looked at me. Goodbye, Victoria. I knocked the gun out of his hand before he pulled the trigger. What? Why did you do that? You should have let me die. I knew I wouldn't have forgave myself if I let Papa Joe kill himself. I sat right next to him as he slowly sat on the floor. Papa, I couldn't do that. 
I love you too much to let you fight whatever you going through alone. Victoria, it's my fight. It's our fight. We are all in this together. I don't know what you are battling, but I'm right here. I grabbed Papa Joe and hugged him. We both saw buried heads in each other's arms. I just couldn't let him die like that. We just sat on the floor. I laid my head in his lap, holding on to love. Quiet Storm by Levert played in the background. I made sure that gun was out of reach. He just ran his fingers through my natural curls. Papa, what's going on? Why are we here? There's so, so much that no one knows about me. I don't want, I don't think I want people to know. If you just let us in. I can't. Papa, when you are ready, I'll be here. I know, child. I know. I just grabbed hold of his legs and fell asleep on the floor beside him. I just knew I had to do something for Papa Joe. I know he feels trapped in whatever part of his mind. If he only let it out, I think he would be better. About two hours later, Papa Joe was crying out. Mama! Mama! Papa Joe, it's me, Victoria! Mama! I shook Papa Joe until he woke up and helped him off the floor. I eased him back in the bed. I crawled up next to him, wrapped my arms around his chest, and fell back asleep. I'm here, Papa. The next day, I picked up his gun and hid it in the safe in the study. I went upstairs to take a shower. Papa Joe never went upstairs, but he went upstairs today. Papa Joe walked in my room. He sat on my bed as I was in the shower. Toy, we need to talk. I turned out the water, stepped out of the shower, and covered myself with the towel. I put my clothes on and opened the door. What did you say? We need to talk about last night. Don't worry. I don't tell. It's not that. What is it then, Papa? I want to say I... Um, well, thanks. I'm always here for you, Papa. I know that. You shouldn't have had to see me like that. Papa, everyone has their breaking point. Even you taught me that. That is true. Are you going to be okay, though? I'm fine. I just, with Eva getting mixed up with Lewis, things I thought I had buried deep were resurfacing. I told her to drop that case. She's going to have us all killed. She can't drop that case. What do you know about the case? I can't tell you, but she don't need to drop that case. Well, she's not dropping it anyway. Good, good. Bastard need to be brought down. Who, Ingram? Yes, Lewis. Now, what does Papa know now? It seems like everyone knows shit but keeping everyone else in the dark. We aren't kids. I think I can handle myself in regards to Mr. Lewis. Last night had me drained. I stayed up counting breaths. I kept waking up, making sure Papa Joe was still alive. 
As long as I felt his heartbeat, then I knew the worst wasn't here yet. I just needed more time with him. Please, Lord, if you can hear this, please keep my papa safe in your arms. I went downstairs and started prepping breakfast. I'm in here. I'm in here making grits and eggs and sausages. I yelled out. Papa, you dressed yet? We have to leave early to check in for your test. I'm coming. Papa Joe had his scheduled test to check his prostate. I sure hope it didn't come back. That's another thing I did not want to carry on my plate. I had a half a day at work today. This was going to be a long day. After last night, all I wanted to do was fall asleep in peace. I finished cooking and sat down to eat. Papa Joe sat next to me to eat while he read the morning paper. I looked at the time and finished my food. I washed the dishes and went back upstairs to finish getting ready. I looked like death with the buildup of sleep deprivation. Don't forget your meds. I have them right here. Joe said packing his medicine bag. We walked out the door and secured the house. I helped Papa Joe inside the car, then got in myself. Toy, about last night. It's fine, Papa. Can you keep that between you and I? Yes, sir. The rest of the ride was pretty much a breeze. He slept on the way there. I pulled up at Jackson Memorial's doctor center. I helped him out at the door, then I went to park. I finally caught up with him after waiting around for someone to pull out. We walked into the office. Signing in for Joe Jackson. Take a seat. They will call you shortly. I'll tell you, if you ever wanted to be called quick, start focusing on something else. Before I could sit down good enough, they had called him. They escorted us to another room. A nurse came in and hooked him up. I sat in that cold room while they wheeled him away for testing and a procedure. That wait was forever long. Back at Eva's house, she was on the phone with Gina. I can't believe that Negro actually was in on it, too. You're the one that kept fucking him. You would be, too, if you saw what he was packing. I'd kindly pass. That man is gay. Ain't no turning back. That man is just confused. He told me he ain't know what he was. The man is gay. If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. Damn it, it's a duck. That man is sweeter than Kool-Aid. Gina, hush. I just need you to call Jojo, Leon's friend, to help me track him down. I thought you kept him in your trunk. I been stopped that. That wood was too good to be getting hard in a trunk. I kept them in my basement. Senior told me that they are in it together. Shit just ain't adding up. What do you mean? How in the world did they know about Rico? Because I wasn't even dealing with Kane like that. You do know Kane wasn't dead? After you said you told us you killed him. I just need to find him. Lead him into nowhere. Destroy that tracker and fuck him one last time before I kill him. Girl, close them legs. I'll kill his ass my damn self. 
Yeah, whatever. You talked to that lawyer about what mom left you. I'm not worried about that useless folder. What if it had money in it? She should have had that check cut just like you all did. It could hold the key to a lot. Gina, drop it. I'm not going to Selinsky. I need to be worried about finding Rico and knocking off his sweet ass. Man, I'm going to miss that wood when I do find him. Girl, you a trip. Stop thinking about that man and handle that shit. Yeah, I know. Back at the office, Papa Joe had come back to the room. When will we know the results? As soon as pathology comes back, then we can discuss from where and what to do next. Okay. Dr. Brown left the room, and I helped Papa Joe back on his... put back on his clothes. We left the place, and I dropped him back off at home. Aunt Sheila said she would stay with Papa Joe until I got off. I helped him in the room. I'll be back around 8. Okay, I got him. You go on to work. Aunt Sheila said she noticed my hesitation about leaving. I left and headed to work. I couldn't even sit down before Dr. Adrian walked to my office. Good afternoon, Dr. Adrian. You can call me Paul. Dr. Adrian, what can I do for you? The staff has been saying many complaints about Dr. James. Something needs to be done about him. What kind of complaint? Dr. Adrian placed a stack of complaints on my desk. The complaints ranged from fighting the patients to sexually assaulting patients under heavy sedation. My God! Where did you get this? We've had them coming in since your mom passed. I'm going to have to get the board involved. Where is he now? He's off today. I get to work, and now I have to fire Ortho because he's now a threat to the safety of the hospital. My mom said he was a handful. Damn! Anyone reported this to the police? They wanted to see what the hospital stance on the problem was. Oh, okay. I'll handle it. I already had a stalking stripper. Now this. I wish my mom was here handling this shit, not me. Back at the house, Papa Joe was still having his nightmares. He tried to control them around. Loose lips. Aunt Sheila would tell every secret once she tasted that liquor. Papa Joe tried to keep his pain to himself. Aunt Sheila walks over to Papa Joe's room. Dad, it's me. Where's Victoria? She's at work. Victoria! Stop it, Daddy. She's at work now. I came home and walked to Papa Joe's room. Papa! Victoria! I'm here, Papa. I sat kissing him on his cheek. I watched his face light up. I got him. I'll see you later, Aunt Sheila. Aunt Sheila left. Victoria, I knew you were here. Thanks for tuning in to the C. S Cafe. Did we ride your mind tonight? Did you feel good? Tune in next time because you don't wanna miss this.